You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. We've got one thing and one thing only to talk about today, and that is Victoria and Greg on the Nick Vial podcast from yesterday. That's all we're going to talk about for 20 minutes, maybe a little bit more, and I'll give you my thoughts on it. That's coming up momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by StoryWorth. StoryWorth is a great holiday gift. You guys, this is really a good keepsake for a family member. StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories, memories, and even photos, and they put it into an exquisite hardcover book, creating that valued keepsake. Help your family share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash Steve today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash Steve to save $10 on your first purchase. Also, this podcast brought to you by First Leaf Wines. First Leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love. They learn your tastes, then they deliver quality wines right to your door. You sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash realitysteve. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash realitysteve to get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Okay, let's get started. This one is I'm recording a little bit late because I attended the Dallas Maverick Golden State Warrior game last night at the AAC. And great game, just awesome watching Luca and Steph battle it off and basically go head to head. They were the two best players on the court, and it wasn't even close. Luca had a forty-point triple double. Uh, Steph hit some amazing threes. Way too many travelings called. I've never seen ten. There were ten traveling calls in the NBA last night. When does the NBA ever call traveling? They called ten last night, and two on Steph where he pump faked a guy at the three-point line. The guy went flying by. And he was just trying to create space. I mean, I've never seen that called, especially, especially on Steph Curry. But so it took me, I had to get home and I actually did take the time to listen to the podcast. I did not just go off notes us weekly as the time of this recording didn't even have a recap up yet. So I listened to the first hour and five minutes and I know what the rest was about. It's about. Greg and Victoria's relationship going forward. And it's just a lot of, you know, lovey-dovey stuff that, you know, I, I don't think is relevant to what I think a lot of people had. And my overall take on it was I didn't really even think it was all that, like, tea spilling at all. I don't feel like Victoria told us anything she hadn't already been telling us or alluding to in interviews. That's not to say it was bad, and it's not to say that I don't believe anything she said. There are some things that I think I got a little more clarity on, whether it was something Victoria did or said or something Johnny did or said. So we'll go over it. But overall, I, I get it. It's a it's a hot topic and everyone's talking about this, but I didn't really I wasn't really blown away by anything. And I have no problem with Victoria doing this interview. Like Johnny did two podcasts. So this isn't like some sort of like, oh, Victoria, be quiet, stop talking. No. I had, she had every right to do this podcast. I was all for her doing a podcast. I have no problem, and I don't think it's like, you need to sh- just be quiet and keep your mouth shut. No, not at all. I have no problem Victoria doing this podcast because Johnny did too, so why wouldn't she be allowed to do one? You know, the whole host thing with Nick and Victoria being best friends with his girlfriend and Nick making it clear from the very beginning he's coming from a biased point of view because Victoria and Greg are his friends. 
you know, you just you just have to keep that in the back of your mind when you're listening uh, to this interview. And, um, you know, there was I, I like the way I did like the way that kind of went in in a timeline, so to speak, kind of went in order. They kept things topical. But I do have questions that I think because Nick is friends with them, he didn't ask. And I think he should have dug a little bit deeper for things. But we'll get to that in a second. So the first thing that Nick says in the beginning before they bring him on, Johnny had no evidence of cheating. The party was at my house. And no, Johnny didn't have any evidence of cheating. And it's, you know, the cheating thing is just something I never touched because I was never told she cheated. I didn't have any rumors that she was cheating. I never had any DMs. Nobody even alluded to it with me. Obviously, the cheating thing was something that was told to Dave Neal, and Dave reported it. And you know, it's it's who you want to believe. I have I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was cheating. It. Um, I guess after listening to this podcast, if if the alleged cheating is what they're saying happened at Natalie's party, I think it would have been a lot more clear. I think way more people would have been like, oh, yeah, it's obvious. And I think that word could have, would have gotten around, whether to me or somebody else. And it just doesn't seem like that happened at Natalie's party. So I tend to believe the cheating didn't happen. But you never know. I, I mean, I don't know. But that's not, I mean, I've never really focused on that at all during this whole Greg, Johnny, Victoria love triangle. So it sounds like they recorded this the week after it sounds like they recorded this last week because Victoria said it's been a rough week. I don't know why, you know, she says she's seeing things about herself that aren't true, but I guess that, I guess she's, she didn't specifically say at that time, but I guess she's talking about the cheating allegations because I don't know what else she was talking about. She didn't give any specifics. And, you know, for those that didn't listen, I'm going to paraphrase at times and then times I'm going to read direct quotes or quote them from what they said on the podcast. But basically, their pre-show relationship, Victoria and Greg, she said they've been friends the past year. During casting, she asked him if he was going to be going to Paradise. It was a strictly platonic relationship. Greg was in a relationship with a woman overseas. Uh, He felt like he had more growing to do. Victoria ends up going to Paradise. Greg's relationship with this girl overseas ended while Victoria was away filming Paradise. He was hoping that uh, she had she would come home single. Andrew came home from the beach and is the first one to tell Greg that Victoria ended up getting engaged to Johnny, and Greg said he felt deflated because he wanted that to be him. A little confusing, not a major point here, but a little confusing because he literally just said he had some growing to do, and that's why he didn't want to go down to paradise. But then... He said he broke up with his girlfriend, and now he's upset that Victoria's engaged because he wanted that to be him. But if he was in a process of growing, I don't know. Small, small thing, but kind of didn't make sense. On her relationship with Johnny, this was a sticking point with Victoria. She asked Johnny what his career goals were on the beach, and he said he was 25 And she immediately had some reservations because she asked about his job. And on the beach, 
he told her he owned a bar. And then later on in the beach, he said he managed a bar. And then when they got off the beach, he said he worked at a bar and that bar was closed down. So she was having reservations. She was even having reservations on the beach, which then brings me to the question of, then why did you keep repeating yourself saying you can't see your life without him? I guess that's the bubble of the show speaking, the Stockholm syndrome, so to speak, of the show speaking. But she was very, very just goo goo gaga and Johnny's my guy and I can never see my life without him. It's just this glorying hyperbole, which is why I say every season, I don't I don't care what these people say on the show because I know they're in a heightened environment. And I just don't take anything they say seriously. And Victoria constantly telling Johnny I can't see you. I can't see my life without you. I was just like, okay, you know, in one ear, out the other. Doesn't mean much. And clearly it didn't. So, but I do, I don't want to say side with Victoria on this, but I, I understand where she's coming from because that's a little vague. I own a bar. No, I manage a bar. And then they got off the beach. He's like, well, I work at a bar. I'm a bartender. And the bar doesn't, isn't open anymore. So, I, that's I, I'm confused. I don't know enough about that situation. That's what she said on the podcast. You know, I hope that Johnny doesn't come out. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about if Johnny's going to come out and respond to this, then Victoria's going to have to respond to what Johnny responded to. It's just like, when is it ever going to end? But that confused me. So I kind of want to know, is she telling the truth on that? Like, what was Johnny's situation in regards to his work status? He did not tell her about his conversations with Gabby about not being ready to be engaged because as we went over numerous times, Victoria obviously hadn't seen Rachel and Gabby's season when they were filming down in paradise. She asked Johnny about the season and he was very vague and never told her. Then when they're watching the show back, once they're an engaged couple, she's seeing that Johnny is literally telling Gabby, you know, I'm not ready to be engaged. And that made her upset. Okay. Here is something where Nick should have jumped in because we kind of have to skip ahead here because we're talking about the timeline. But according to Victoria, they were done end of August, beginning of September. And I mean, I guess I'd have to look at the dates on, on when that episode aired, when Johnny said that, but that was definitely, I guess around that time, but him not telling Victoria about what he said to Gabby on the show and why he ultimately left the show or because he told Gabby he wasn't feel feel like he could be ready. When we found out that Johnny was a contestant on bachelor in paradise this summer, I think a lot of us asked like, wait a second. And especially when we found out he got engaged to Victoria, I was like, wait a second. He just told Gabby two months ago, he wasn't ready to be engaged. Now he's ready to be engaged to somebody. So again, I agree with Victoria on that as well. It is questionable. And she has a right to question that. Like, why did you say that to her? And then you got engaged to me two months later. She has every right to question that. Nick asked about the quote unquote rumor about throwing a wine glass. The only problem I had with it is that she kept laughing when she referred to the wine glass throwing because she admitted it. She took ownership for what she did. She said, I was not a fucking angel. It was during their first happy couple visit. They were watching his season. He made a comment about, oh, if I had a beard, I would have made, I would have been the next bachelor. She's like, I was finished the same place that you did. I finished third and I didn't get it. And then he said to her, yeah, coming from somebody who's known to be a homewrecker. 
obviously not something Johnny should have said. Pissed her off. She left the room crying, called her friend. Johnny went and called his friend. And while he was on the phone with his friend, she had gotten off the phone. She had heard Johnny out on like the patio or balcony or whatever. And she heard him saying to his friend on the phone, I called her a home wrecker and she's wigging out. And that caused her to throw a wine glass. Nick asked at him. And she said, no outside, but they ended up getting a noise violation. And she said, I hate myself. And she said she hated herself for doing that again. She threw a wine glass, something she shouldn't have done. She admits it took ownership for it. I I didn't think she would ever deny the wine glass thing because there's no way that Johnny made that up. I knew it was true, but I'm glad she didn't. I'm, I'm glad she took ownership for it. She should have. In terms of, you know, well, it's not as bad because she didn't throw it at him. She just threw one. It's like, okay, are we really going to argue over that? She shouldn't have done it. She admitted she should have done it. Um, And none of us know whether or not the intent was to hit Johnny with the wine glass or if the intent was just to throw one. She shouldn't have done either, so it shouldn't matter. Bad look on her part, but she at least admitted it. All right, the fucking C word that everybody's been talking about. He denied that he said it and she's hurt because she said he did say that. And the reason and this context and what he said, it was, he said to her, why are you being such an, a fucking C? And she said, Oh my God, why'd you call me that? And he's like, I didn't call you that. I said you were being one semantics. Shouldn't have said it either way. Apparently, when they were in therapy after that, the therapist talked about it, and his excuse was he has a lot of British friends, and it doesn't mean the same thing that she thinks it does, which apparently is true. doesn't mean the same thing in Britain, but we're not in Britain. We're in the United States. He he obviously shouldn't have said it. And now, after hearing her story and the way she told it and the fact that she said it was brought up in therapy, again, unless she's a really great liar about that, it does seem like he did call her that. And he doesn't see it as a big deal because he didn't call it to her. He just said she was being one. So does that make somebody an F and C? If you say, why are you acting like one? (laughs) Again, it's just just the semantics we're fighting here. Grammar. He shouldn't have said it. Just like she shouldn't have thrown a wine glass, he shouldn't have said that. And it sounds like he did. I mean, I guess the person that can confirm it for us is the therapist. Remember I kept saying like, hey, only those two know if it was said. She can tell Nick he'd call me this, and Johnny can say, I never called her that. We don't know. Well, apparently a third person does, and that's the therapist. But are we ever going to get that answer? No, because they have, uh, you know, client, um, patient, client, uh, privacy. You know, they can't just, we don't even know who the therapist is. They're not going to come out and say, yeah, no, I can confirm that story. So, just a bad look all around. Um, Johnny shouldn't have said that. It sounds like uh, it sounds like he did say that. <sighs> Natalie's party, end of August. They were not engaged at that point when Victoria attended Natalie's party. They had broke off the engagement three weeks after they got home, but they were still trying to work through things. So Nick asked, where did it finally end? And she said she didn't even talk to Greg at that party. And if she did, it was barely anything. She actually spoke to Justin for two hours at that party. 
She didn't want to hang with him in Nashville. Johnny had already booked a trip to Nashville before she went to that party because of the fucking C comment. And he just basically said during that time in Nashville, when he has said in the podcast that that's where she, he felt like she was checked out. She was just like, yeah, I was checked out. Cause call me an F and C. I was pretty much done, but I was giving him his grace. Cause I know breakups suck. And so, and he asked her if we could have one last night together. And she said, no. So we ended up getting a hotel room that night. Victoria and Greg's relationship. She started talking to him at the end of September who reached out to who I couldn't even, they were, like two sixth graders giggling so much about this. Um, I think she said Victoria called him and then he actually visited her in Nashville and they didn't go out anywhere. And he stayed at her place when he went to Nashville. Nick even asked who slept where. And I, I, I don't know. Again, they were joking and I didn't know what to believe. I think Greg said, actually I took the bed and she took the couch. But again, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, but that was end of September. The Italy trip was end of October. They said during that time, it was just talking to each other and not even knowing. They had a platonic relationship. They wanted to see where it would go. Greg was interested. She was like, what is this? We're, we're talking. We're FaceTiming. They didn't know what it was, but they were keeping in touch from that point forward after she had uh, let him know that you know she had ended the engagement with Johnny. Italy came up. They agreed it wouldn't look good um, if they, you know, kept seeing each other in public. So that's why the one trip to Nashville they tried to keep private. But they kept in communication. Um, they asked about the Europe trip and the Italy trip. And she's like, well, if you get engaged in three weeks on Bachelor in Paradise, it's not that bad to go on a first date to Europe. <laughs> the, the two things aren't. No, I, I get what she's saying, but the whole point anyone had and the problem that everybody had was the first date to Europe happening so close to the end of an engagement. And she just said, we want to keep it private between us. And I said, again, that's just very naive to think that they, you know, had to arrive at an airport in the United States and then get on a plane. And obviously they were seen by four different people out there at that whole point of, you know, we're not going to debate this again. I, in my personal opinion, it was just very naive of them to think that nobody would ever see them. They went to two main U.S. touristy attractions, the Rome Coliseum and the Trevi Fountain. Like, Greg was like, well, I was wearing my hat down. I had glasses on. You got caught by four different people. So it's like, clearly you didn't think about this enough. And again, it sounds like they really wanted to see where they were. Greg said the trip to Italy solidified them as a solid couple because they didn't know before then. And again, my thing is just, it still didn't have to be done. I get they were excited. They wanted to see each other again, but they couldn't do it in the United States because God knows what would have happened if they were seen, you know, but I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I'm just going to agree to disagree with them on that. They're never going to see my side and I'm never going to see their side. My side is that you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to take a trip to Europe, whether you thought it, you wouldn't get caught or not. It could have waited. So they went back to talking about the timeline again. She told Johnny in August, end of August, beginning of September, she couldn't do this anymore. And then right around his birthday, which was September 20th, I think she said, is when Johnny kind of accepted that, yeah, it's over. She had even texted Natalie on September 5th that they were on a break. So, okay. 
Then she got very emotional because she was saying, like, if I don't want to be with somebody, I shouldn't have to be with somebody because the world wants me to. I should be able to move on, whether it's three days or a month. I should be able to do that. But then right after that, she says, I totally understand his side of it. I'd be hurt, too. So (laughs) you're agreeing that him seeing you with Greg and knowing you're in another country with Greg, you, uh, you, you admitted you understood he was hurt. And you admitted you would be hurt, too. But then she's getting mad at people and getting upset because she's like, hey, I want to do what I want to do. I should be able to see whoever I want whenever I want. But I totally understand it. I'd be hurt, too, if he did that. Like, (laughs) That's just very confusing. I don't know where she's getting at with that. But after that. It was just more about the Victoria and Greg relationship going forward. They're going to meet family. They're going to spend, I think, Christmas together, and they're really into each other, whatever. And it's just like, okay, they're in the honeymoon phase, of course. They've literally been seeing each other, I guess, a month, month and a half, maybe two months. So I would hope that it's – I mean, it sounds like it's going better than the beginning of the Victoria and Johnny relationship. They were at each other's throats and arguing a lot in the first month of their engagement. But again, I just, they're putting on a a good face and telling everybody, hey, this is our relationship right now. It's like, great. It probably should be this way. You've been dating two months. I would hope you aren't having knockdown, drag out fights and arguments and stuff like that. She said she regretted saying she doesn't care if people hated her and Greg at the reunion. Yeah, (laughs) probably shouldn't have said that because you came across really bad uh, when she did say that. Here are my questions after listening to all that questions that Nick just didn't ask. And I think these are the important ones. And these are ones I've been bringing up ever since we started talking about this. Number one, why did she accept the engagement in the first place? She admitted she had all these reservations on the beach, yet she was saying, I can't see my life without you in it. Is it just, you know, I would have just asked, was it the pressure of the show? You didn't have to do this. You could have just left as a couple with Johnny. Why did you have to get engaged? You had these reservations. You admitted on this podcast she had reservations because of the things that Greg was saying about his job. So why are you getting engaged? Number two, not one question, not one thing did Nick bring up about her faith. And you could say, Steve, she has no, she doesn't have to talk about her faith on a podcast. Well, the thing is, she did a year ago, and she blabbed about it, about how proud she was that she was going to save herself for marriage, and she's found the Lord in her life, and that's great and all. But it sounds like, whether it's the Johnny relationship, him making the comment, can we have one last night together, whether it's the Greg relationship, spending a weekend in Europe with a man for your first date, When she said on the podcast a year ago she wouldn't even go on a trip with a guy, the fact that it was never brought up I think is a missed opportunity. Where is Victoria right now on her whole thing? I just want to know what she said on that podcast on Clickbait on April 8th, 2021, if any of that still stands today. If it's not, then okay, it's like, okay, well, then you kind of sounded, you sound really phony then. Because not only did you talk about it on that podcast, you went on and on about it for 20 minutes about how much the Lord plays a role in your life. And any guy that you ask out, the first question you're going to ask is what role does the Lord play in his life? When she was describing Greg yesterday on the podcast, Nick asked her, what do you like about him? Patient, understanding. He's never pushed me. So supportive of anything. Had my back 100% of the time. He's been so great. Very open and honest with one another. Not one mention 
about Greg's relationship with the Lord, if he's faith-based, if they've gone to church to get nothing. So that's what I mean. Never even brought up. I think that's important because, not because, oh, Steve, she doesn't have to talk about religion if she doesn't want to. Well, she kind of does when she made a, she made it a point to a, a year ago to literally go on and on and on about it and how much of a role it plays not only in her life but future relationships. And we've not heard one word come out of her mouth about faith and Greg and do they go to church together, what role does the Lord play in his life, all this stuff. Another question I had, I, this is probably the biggest one that I can't believe Nick never got to with her. It doesn't look like cheating happened. And they were friends beforehand and whatnot, and there was an interest on Greg's side and all this stuff. How does Nick Knock ask them, did knowing Greg and knowing he had an interest in her play any role in ending things with Johnny? Or was the whole relationship over the second he said and called her an F and C? You got to ask. You got to ask. Like, look, Greg was there. You guys were in communication. You did speak. Did it ever cross your mind like, okay, maybe things aren't working out with Johnny. I want to move on to Greg. I'm interested. And I want to at least pursue it and see. But I can't do that as an engaged woman. So if I end this engagement, at least I'm on the market now. And let me see where it can go with Greg. You got to at least ask her that. And he never did. The other thing I'd like to know, was there any trouble that she got into by going on this trip? Did she contact production and even ask permission? Why was she allowed to go on a trip with somebody that wasn't even on the Paradise show? She was able to contact production and said, I want a therapist. Johnny and I are in trouble. We need to see a therapist. And they provided that to her. But did she contact them and say, hey, can I go on this trip? Or she just did it any willy-nilly on her own. And to me, that's a little bit selfish. I think she should have at least asked. It was never brought up. Maybe she did ask. I don't know. But that's something I would have asked. When you guys were caught in Italy, didn't production say, hey, dial it back? Because after Italy, I got three pictures of them and three different pictures of them in Nashville together. So clearly, once they were caught in Italy, they didn't seem to care. We had the picture of them at Nick's house after the Bachelor in Paradise reunion finale taped. Of clearly they were together. We all saw that and made the rounds on, on TikTok and whatnot. And the three different pictures I got of them in Nashville together. So it's like you, you talk about, well, we didn't want to go out anywhere and we didn't want to get caught because we knew it wouldn't look good. But then that's all you did was hang out. And she posted pictures clearly with Greg there, but not, you know, not posting his face or Greg was the one taking the picture of her. So that part is confusing to me because which one is it again? So, like I said, I, I didn't think that there was anything like boffo that was revealed on this podcast. Did you? I certainly didn't get any, like, dirt. I, I think I think I came to the um, conclusion that he did call her an FNC, something that I kept saying I don't know if he did or didn't. And I guess I have no proof, but I think the way she told the story and the fact that she said the therapist told Johnny, do you understand why that would upset her? Again, I guess Victoria could be lying, but it sounds like that was truthful. So it looks like he did call her that, and that's a big mistake, and she had every right to, once your fiancé calls you that, if you want to end the relationship and end the engagement, you can. But, again, 
my whole thing has not been, I don't think her and it was just, everything was so soon for me. And she admits, I totally understand. I'd be hurt too. If I were Greg, if I were Johnny seeing that I moved on so quickly, but I'm allowed to, and I should be able to move on whether it's three days or a month. I should be able to do that. Nobody's saying you shouldn't have done that. I think the manner in which you went about it was wrong, which was a trip to Europe. You guys were able to pull off one night in Nashville where you said Greg came and saw you. And, you know, we don't know who stayed in whose bed or whatever. They were giggling during that. But so they had proven they could pull it off. But could they go on a date? No, you can't. But that's just part of being on the show. You're under a contract. Your 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 paradise season hasn't even started airing yet, and you're already, you know, ended the engagement, and you're interested in somebody else. You have to understand. You, yes, I get that Greg wanted to take her out on a real date, and I get that she wanted to explore. Hey, is it more than friendship here with Greg? I get that, but you got to wait. You're under a contract. This is a television show. If this was the real world, absolutely, you could have done what you guys did. But you're under contract, and. Shit hasn't aired yet on TV, and you can't be just walking around Nashville with a different guy that wasn't even on Paradise because it gives away the ending of the show. So again, I don't care that Victoria and Greg are a couple. Whether they break up in a month or they stay together until they're 80 years old. (laughs) Sorry, that was was me. Kind of got a little bit of chuckle out of that. Um, But I really don't care how long they last or how short they last. It doesn't matter to me. And I don't know if Johnny's going to respond to this. There's only a couple things in here. I think that he could maybe clarify, but other than that, this is probably the end of things. And it's just a matter of who you like, who you believe. And um, I think both obviously did things wrong in the relationship. I am glad that Victoria did own up to some things here and took ownership because she needed to, But I just think that uh, going forward, there's probably not going to be a whole hell of a lot more that comes out unless something boffo comes out where it's just like, absolutely not her and her and Greg were absolutely, you know, hooking up or dating while he, she was an engaged woman. And I don't think that's the case, but unless something like that comes out, this looks like to be the end of it. And um, just a matter of, like I said, You listen to it. You listen to her talk. You listen to Greg talk. You heard Johnny on the podcasts last week. And you just make your decision. You go from there. It doesn't matter. Um, I think she could have handled things better than she did. I think Johnny could have handled things better than he did. And we just kind of move on. And hopefully uh, this is the last of spending, you know, at least a full podcast on this. You know, this went 30 minutes and it's the longest daily roundup I had. So we'll end it right there. Uh, Those are my thoughts on everything. Did not think it was some boffo, you know, explosive interview that gave me all this new insight. couple things here and there, little things, but pretty much what I expected her to say. Nothing new. Uh, it's just a matter of if we're going to get another response uh, from Johnny out of this. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, tomorrow we'll cover a lot more things, challenge, survivor, whatever else is going on in Bachelor Nation, stuff like that. So. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!